When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. King Queen, that is me. I was actually dancing on the pickleball courts this morning. No, like literally actually dancing. Just trying to stay warm. Uh, welcome in. It is a Saturday afternoon here on 98.7 ESPN. Again, fresh off the pickleball courts here in Hoboken. Right into studio. Uh, we've got Joe and Harvey who are producing the show. Gentlemen, good morning. Good afternoon. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, a little a little cold out, but yet in the sun. Felt good. Feels nice. Supposed to be a beautiful week this week, by the way. Highs in the mid, mid-50s. Lows in the 40s. So, uh, so uh, not too bad of a winter as of yet. Or we're or are we still in fall? We haven't hit winter yet, right? We're still in fall. No, we're still to me. We're still in fall. Once the leaves start falling down, then we're in winter. Well, the leaves have started falling down, Harvey. Not sure if you get out much. Not well, I don't. But not that many leaves have fallen. I'm saying I, no, I want to see. No, I'm, they ask the people, ask homeowners because I drive to Chatham each and every week for my indoor pickleball league. And I drive through a neighborhood in Chatham, and they've got the women out there, not the men, by the way. I see the women out there raking the leaves, Uh-oh. leaving leaving the leaves on the corner for pickup. Yeah, leaves have fallen, Harvey. It's happened. No, I get what you mean. I know you saying. probably you live this posh life where you don't have to rake leaves, probably. Never, but I, I, I would like to rake leaves one day. <laughs> don't say that. It, who wants to rake leaves Nobody. one day? Whatever keeps me busy. Exactly. Uh, Joe, what's he talking about, dude? I, I don't know, but I would say it is winter because last night coming home from work, I saw my breath for the first time this year, and when that happens, I think it's officially winter. Did you smell your breath, more importantly? Yeah, I'm good. I'm not... I'm not <laughs> what are you st- talking about now? Breath. Smelling breath? <laughs> <laughs> more importantly, how how was... How was that, Joe? Um, you guys are adorable. Always fun spending Saturday afternoons with you. Um, if you did tune into our weekend wager show last night, I told you to take UNLV, and sure enough, they won uh, and and handsomely. So winner, winner, chicken dinner. Heading into uh, today, especially in college football, did not win with Duke, did not win with the Suns, but nonetheless, heading into college football and. Uh, I'm excited for the show today. We've got Patty Trainy who's going to be joining us at 1230. I thought it'd be great to get her on the show. Again, has covered the Giants for uh, quite a bit and uh, has her finger on the pulse of this team and, and especially contracts. And so whenever I want to talk about what the future uh, could be like for the Giants, I always like to have Patty on because she's really well in the know um, in regard to you know, what the Giants can do with Daniel Jones in that contract. What can we expect with Saquon Barkley? How is this team going to look heading into next season? Okay, so there's all of that. Mama Mimi is always going to join us at 1 o'clock. She's become a staple here on Saturday afternoons with her picks and her plays. And uh, she went 3-0 and last week, guys. So uh, so she's she's winning, which is always great. We'll hear from Cynthia Freeland, as always, each and every Saturday. Uh, Joe Wiz at two o'clock and uh, and Paul Gutierrez, who covers the Raiders for ESPN, is going to join us as well. Excited to get him on. As we know, the Jets primetime, yet another primetime game for Zach Wilson. Of course, networks were expecting to be Aaron Rodgers, not. Uh, but the Jets, another primetime game on Sunday night in Las Vegas, taking on the Raiders. Meanwhile, the Giants away. Their flight leaves momentarily by the way, and they head to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. And uh, what a butt-whipping that's going to be. At least that's what we can expect. This to be odds makers are expecting 17, 17 and a half points. That's what the Cowboys are favored by. Uh, just really, really ridiculous. But I want to start the show really quick because we've got Michigan and Penn State that are about to kick off. Uh, I love Penn State. If you want to jump on this, jump on this now. I like them getting the four. I'm also going to play them on the money line. Why? 
Top five defense in college football. Also, they forced three and out on 30% of their opponent's possessions. Uh, Michigan, look at their schedule. Who have they played? Really, not a lot of outstanding talent. Meanwhile, Penn State, yes, they they lost to Ohio State, but they blew out Iowa. They blew out the Hawkeyes. So a much more difficult schedule for Penn State than we've seen Michigan play. And of course, all the drama that has transpired. And and I'm just going to leave. I'm going to read this verbatim um, from uh, ESPN.com. This is this is a, a column that is out right now, uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what's happening with uh, with Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. So. Um, if you live under a rock, maybe you don't follow sports, not sure what you're doing listening to the show. Maybe you just like me talking about pickleball. It's all good. But um, this is a Michigan Wolverines team that has been accused, accused of stealing signs and having somebody on their payroll on the sideline of their opponents pre their matchups, uh, stealing signs and utilizing those in game when Michigan plays those teams. Okay, there's photographs out there of this such employee who is no longer uh, a part of Michigan staff. Uh, There are photographs of the quote unquote stealing sign um, cheat sheet on the sideline of Michigan. There is proof of Venmo payments from this individual to other people who he sent to steal signs that he publicly paid them on Venmo. Um, so there's a paper trail, idiot. There is tickets that he purchased that he then put in the name of the people that he sent to those games to watch and steal signs at, dressed up in those opponents' gear in camouflage, if you may. I mean, just the evidence is ridiculous. Here's what we don't know. Did did Harbaugh know? Did Jim Harbaugh know what was going on? There's no proof there that he did know. Okay? But I'll tell you this. I've been covering the NFL and I've been covering college football for quite a while now. There's very little that a head coach doesn't know. Even to the point of when their players are doing what and what they're eating for breakfast especially the good ones. And Harbaugh is a control freak maniac. So again, there's no evidence that Harbaugh knew that this was all being orchestrated and and, and all that was going down. Uh, But again, if you've been in this business and you know the intricacies of head coaches, let me tell you something. They know everything, even to the point of like what is being served for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the cafeteria that day. Okay? Um, I would find it hard-pressed, hard to believe that Harbaugh did not know that this was going on. Again, especially since on the sideline, there, there are photographs out there of this one specific employee with a, a sheet uh, of those signs. So with that being said, I'm, I'm going to read this. Now, Harbaugh has been suspended, uh, and, um, and they tried to, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, put a temporary restraint, a halt on that. And again, I'm just going to read this. Uh, there'll be no ruling on the University of Michigan and Coach Jim Harbaugh's request for a temporary restraining or order halting the three-game suspension handed down by the Big Ten on Friday. Uh, that means Harbaugh, who traveled with the, by the way, this came down while he was up in the air on the plane, on the team plane, traveling to state college. Um, so, uh, he will not be able to coach Michigan, of course, in, the, in this big Penn State matchup. Uh, Michigan offensive coordinator, uh, Sharon Moore will step in as the coach. And so, as he did earlier this season, uh, an in-person hearing scheduled for November 17th prior to Michigan's game at Maryland on November 18th is scheduled. The Big Ten on Friday suspended Harbaugh for three games. Uh, the conference found Michigan to be have violated the league's sportsmanship policy after investigating into an, an alleged sign-stealing operation. Uh, Harbaugh, along with the University of Michigan board, uh, responded Friday with a temporary restraining order request against the Big Ten. The judge listed the request... Um, 
as uh, again, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to go through the the, uh, the the main points here and 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 make this quick and easy and pain painless for you. Um, the university released a statement within an hour of the Big Ten's announcement, uh, and here's their statement. Like all members of the Big Ten Conference, we're entitled to a fair and deliberate and thoughtful process to determine a full set of facts before judgment is rendered. Today's action um, sets an, uh, a precedent of assessing penalties before an investigation uh, that has been incomplete. And um, the hasty action today suggests that this is more about reacting to pressure from other conference members than a desire to apply the rules and fairly and impartially by taking this action at this hour, the commissioner is personally inserting himself into the sidelines and uh, altering the level of playing field that he's claiming to preserve and doing so on veterans day, a court holiday to try to uh, uh, throw off the university from seeking immediate judicial relief is hardly uh, a profile and uh, to ensure fairness in this process. We intend to seek a court together where Coach Harbaugh preventing the disciplinary action and taking effect. So, uh, you know, a few things here. Harbaugh has maintained that he had no knowledge of the former staffer Connor Stallion's activities. Even the Big Ten admitted that it never received any information that Harbaugh was aware of, uh, of the sign-stealing scheme and that the suspension is not a sanction on Harbaugh, but rather one against the University of Michigan, even so Harbaugh could be uh, sanctioned under NCAA's coach's responsibility by law, which states that those in charge are accountable for the actions of their staff. So uh, so that's a statement from Michigan. Uh, this is the ruling. Uh, keep in mind, like I don't think this would be as big of a story if it wasn't a team that is potentially in the running to win the national championship this year. Okay? I mean, Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State. I, I mean, listen, um, this is this is a pretty big deal because again and, and I'm not a big Harbaugh fan if you ask me I'd be shocked if you didn't know again I've been covering the NFL and college football in professional sports for years head coaches are aware of everything if they're stealing signs they're stealing signs to help the team how could he not have known you can connect the dots is there any evidence out there that he knew as of right now, no. And this is what Michigan is fighting. So you could say, well, hey, this really, this is not fair because there's no evidence out there that he knew. So what's happening here is uh, this decision is connecting the dots. So with that being said, it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a double-edged sword here, right? Like, do I, do I think that Harbaugh knew? Absolutely. Absolutely he knew. Is there evidence he knew? No, there's not. So is this a fair suspension? No, it is not. Because there's no evidence that he knew. Understand where I'm going here? 800-919-3776. Uh, this, is, this is, I mean, if, I, if I'm a Michigan fan, man, I am ticked off right now. This is, this is, again, this is very unfair. And of course, as Mama Mimi has told me time and time again in my life, sweetheart, life is not fair. This is very unfair to Michigan. This is very unfair to, uh, to, to, to Jim Harbaugh. Um, because there is, again, no substantial evidence that he knew that there was sign stealing going on. But if you connect the dots without evidence, did he know? Hell to the yes, he knew. <laughs> Um, but legally, no bueno. This is not a good look. 800-919-3776. If you want to chime in on this, would love to hear your thoughts. It will be really interesting if Penn State wins today, which I think they do. I like Penn State getting the four. I like them on the money line as well. I think Penn State wins. And here's another thing. I think Penn State would win whether or not Harbaugh was on the sideline, by the way. If Penn State wins today, I don't think it's about Harbaugh not being on the sideline. I liked it. I, I liked Penn State in this matchup with or without Harbaugh. Just FYI. 800 919 We'll take your calls. Also, we'll switch gears as well. I do want to talk about the Giants and, and what their season will potentially look like for the remainder, but more importantly, 
what we can expect for the future of this Giants organization. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776. Uh, let's go to Johnny in Miami Beach. Calling in from South Beach. I love it. Johnny, welcome in. What's up, Anita? Back in your hometown here. That's right. I miss you, I miss you playing volleyball. But anyway, um, yeah, so first off, uh, a couple of things. Um, what a sad story about Cody's list. I don't know if you know the biggest cup horse, Cody's list. I do. I do. And he passed. And he passed. What a, I mean, inspiration. And then to hear that he passed, you know, a week, less than a week after the, the win. Said. And, yeah. Um, anyway, back to the Giants. So, you know, I look at the draft picks over the last five years, four years. He's done nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not a tight end. Not a, I mean, they drafted a center. Horrible. The right tackle, Neil, horrible. Thomas was okay. You know, Barkley was a good draft pick, but you, you took him to, uh, I don't know. I mean, do they, are they different than everybody else, or do they just like uh, cash and checks? You tell me. Um, I'm sorry, I, Johnny, I thought you were going to talk about the Michigan uh, scandal. Um... Oh, well, I talked to Joe about it, and listen, uh, you know, when you're at the top, you're ultimately responsible. So we all know that. So, you know, if you're the commander of the aircraft carrier and uh, there's a problem, it's going to come down to the captain and get reassigned. That's the way it is. Yeah, I, I hear you. And, and good point to make. Uh, Johnny, we're, we're going to have Patty Trania, who's going to be joining us in about 10 minutes. Uh, and we'll do a deeper dive into the Giants. So stay tuned for that. And, and, and we'll have some insight there and... and really talk that up let's go to dave calling in from the car dave welcome in good afternoon hey how are you needed thanks you know i want to talk i want to talk about this uh michigan thing and let me Mm -hmm. tell you what's key here um i really do believe that there's an element in especially in college sports in all sports but particularly college you've heard it before if you ain't cheating you ain't trying i know it sounds bad i'm throwing i'm casting a wide net here but here's what sticks out, okay? I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran. When I saw this scandal broke, I saw that there was a former Marine who was at the center of the scandal. The guy was stealing the signs. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think about leadership. And I'm looking, at, I'm looking at Harbaugh and his family. He's very big in the coaching game. He was a good player. He's well-respected. And then I started thinking about Pete Carroll leaving and walking out on USC and leaving those guys twisting in the wind. He's actually very lucky that this is what they're going to do with him because you have to know. It's that kind of have to know very similar to, oh, when Penn State had their big scandal with the pedophilia or what have you or the sexual charges. No one knew after all those years. You have to know. And I think there has to be an element of accountability here in the college ranks and the NFL should not reward Jim Harbaugh a multi-million dollar coaching job next year and just make it sound like it's just a thing. It's bigger than that. It's the same thing that the Astros did to the Yankees. And if he doesn't get a slap on the wrist or doesn't get shunned away by the NFL next year for a couple of years, it's going to send the wrong message 
to college students. It's going to send the message that if you're cheating and you don't get caught, it's okay. What are your thoughts on that? Thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, again, Dave, I'm with you. I've been covering sports for quite a while. Uh, I'd be shocked. I use the word shocked to think that he didn't know what was going on. Head coaches, especially a control freak like Harbaugh, knows everything that's going on. So I understand this decision, but legally there's no evidence. So you're, you're suspending a coach with the assumption that he knew. And you're, you're, you're suspending a coach because, yes, at the end of the day, everything goes up the ladder. And everything is on him. Everything is on Jim Harbaugh. Everything. He's responsible for everything. I get that. But again, there, there's no uh, paper trail to him. There's no evidence. And so that's where I, I think that um, I, I have an issue with this decision. Even though not saying I don't disagree. Like I, underst- like I understand and I think it's warranted. But legally, it's... It, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it's, uh, it's justifiable. Is that, I don't even know if that's the right word. Let's go to Wilson in Roxbury. Wilson, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, Anita, how are you? Hey, Anita, Great, thank listen, you. Uh, a long time ago, uh, I say, I called you and I said to you, uh, this was the, the beginning of the second year of Joe Judge. And I said to you, uh, Anita, listen. The way Joe Judge wants to be, he better start 6-2. and two. Otherwise, it's over. I couldn't believe I called it so well because he started like 1-6 and six and he was a disgrace and he got fired. All right, last year, Brian Dable started 7-2 and two, and he's, since then, he's been 5-15-1 and one, and some of those losses have been like embarrassment, non-competitive, historically bad. Okay? I said, well, I know, but he won a playoff game, so I said, okay. Then I listened to him talk during the, during, uh, you know, in the summertime in training camp, and I said, oh, my God, here we go again. No talk about the Super Bowl, this, that. He wanted to be Bill Belichick. And now he's, he's lost. He's basically cost the Giants two games because he's got no guts against Buffalo, and he gave the game away to, to, the, you know, to the Jets. I'm going to ask you something. If they lose by 30, because it's like a preseason game for, for the Cowboys, but if they lose by 30, right, but they show no pride, they lay down like dogs, and they look like they checked out on this head coach, because I think they have checked out on this head coach. John Mara can la- cannot let this individual back in the building on Monday. He cannot, because it's going to be another wasted season next season again. You can, I can see it. The writing is on the wall already. Especially when when McKinney says, well, they don't listen to their players. That's the beginning of the end, Anita. What do you think about that? Um, I think, and, and Wilson, thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I think when a team starts losing, uh, things get really bad and really nasty and really ugly. And, uh, and, and I think that's what's happened here with the Giants. Um, I'm not putting this all on, on Dable. Uh, you know, you, a a lot of what's happened here is because of injury and that's not Dable's fault, right? Offensive line, Andrew Thomas, Saquon Barkley, um, a, a real difficult schedule to start the season playing three top teams in their first four games. And then it just, it just snowballed from there. Um, I think this is I think this has been a series of unfortunate events that uh, that has taken place with um, with the Giants, unfortunately. And um, and and I just they built they 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 dug themselves a deep, deep hole and it just continued to get worse. And um, I think last week with um, Daniel Jones having that knee injury. I I think this defense quit. I think this defense quit on Wink Martindale. Uh, They want to say that Wink's not listening to the players, yada, 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 yada. Okay. Um, But what I saw, zero sacks in that game against a subpar offensive line and a rookie quarterback and Aiden O'Connell. 
Uh, and, and listen, I, I'm not making excuses for the players. I get it, especially if you're on the defensive side of the ball and now you're, you're playing with your third-string quarterback. You know that you have no shot of winning against the Raiders and you're deflated. It, it, it's hard. And now you're worried about, like, why am I going out there blood, sweat, and tears and risking injury for what? We're not, we're not going to win this game and we're not going anywhere this season. I'm not saying that that's the right mentality to have, especially the amount of money that these guys are being paid. But that's the reality. Players think that way. And we saw it. So, I just think, I think this season has been an absolute disaster for the Giants. This is not what anyone in that building was anticipating. Uh, this is not what a number of the beat writers were anticipating. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's far worse, I think, than anything any of us could have imagined. 800-919-3776. We come back, like I said, Patty Trania is going to join us. Always thrilled when she uh, joins the show because I always, I always feel so much more knowledgeable uh, when she joins us, and hopefully you will as well. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I spent time with Tommy really since training camp. Uh, again, the, the development process of a young quarterback when you're, you know, Daniel or Tyrod, they're spending so much time with Shea and Kafka, and, and so, is, so is Tommy. I just think there's, you know, little things as you go each week, whether it's, you know, kind of football one-on-one, formations, motions, defenses, pressure looks, indicators, or different things across the league. You know, maybe watch some other quarterbacks, uh, watch him on the practice squad. So, um, you know, I talked to him. I'd say I talked to him a fair amount since he's been here. Uh, but now he's, he's spending a lot of time, you know, extra with Shea and Kafka, trying to, you know, make sure that he's on point to do his job well, which, again, is a challenging task for any quarterback when you're playing the position. But he's, uh, he's done everything that he could possibly do uh, throughout the week to prepare himself. That is uh, Brian Dable talking about DeVito and not the dude who stars in the, in, in the sub-commercials, uh, but DeVito, the third-string quarterback for the Giants. Patty Trania joins us now. Uh, always thrilled when she joins us here on 98.70 SPN. Uh, does a phenomenal job covering the Giants, as she has for several years. Uh, Patty, good afternoon. How are you? Hello, Anita. How are you? I'm great. Better than Daniel. That's for sure. Uh, let's, let's, yeah. let's start right. Let's start right there. Right. Like what a season this has been for him. Um, I covered him. You've covered him for quite a while. My heart does go out to him. Uh, I feel like just all in all, this has just been just an absolute disaster. Uh, the way that this giants organization uh, has, uh, has really derailed his career in my opinion, agree or disagree. Yeah, I, I think you can make a case for that, Anita. Early on, you know, they bring him in. I think they, you know, in retrospect, maybe they started him a little bit before he was ready. You know, I think they were getting desperate. If you remember at the time, they were 0-2. And, and you can just tell that Pat Shermer, the head coach at the time, was kind of itching to move off of Eli Manning, who was in his final year. You know, he wanted to open the playbook up a little bit more, take advantage of Daniel's mobility that Eli didn't have. And then, of course, you know, you had the – the carousel with the offensive line, you had the injuries, you had the different offensive coordinators, the different head coaches, no number one receiver, um, you know, injuries to Saquon Barkley. I mean, you name it, it's happened for Daniel Jones in the first few years of his career. And, you know, very unfortunate because he really works at it. 
he's you know he's been a a good representation of the franchise, and it's just sad to kind of see what's happened. Uh, with that being said, um, let's let's do a deeper dive into this. Of course, we know Devito's going to start today or, or tomorrow, going up against the Dallas Cowboys. They're on a flight right now, heading to Dallas. Uh, the spread is seventeen, seventeen and a half in some places. A lot of people feel that they're going to get absolutely destroyed. Uh, chances are, the remainder of the season, they're going to get destroyed. Where they're going to be in a position where they're going to draft either first, second, or third, top three. Uh, that's where I think that they're going to land, and very well could take a quarterback. This is going to be a very attractive quarterback class of college uh, athletes coming out. I love Drake May. To me, Drake May is the best quarterback coming out. I know everybody's going to be goo goo gaga over Caleb Williams. That's fine. You could take him. I want Drake May. Uh, First things first, do you think that the Giants take a quarterback this year if they end up up there with a top three pick? Yeah, I think you have to. You, you absolutely have to, because remember, Daniel Jones, they have an escape clause in his contract after 2024. He will be on this roster in 2024, uh, but they can get out of that contract and start you know, recognizing a cap savings after that. So he will be on there. Now, whether or not he's ready to start the season, you know, that remains to be seen, because I think it depends on when he ultimately has his surgery to repair his ACL. But I think if you're the Giants and you're drafting in the top three spots, you have to take the quarterback. You've got to think about it because, look, you know, for as much as the Giants have not really helped Daniel Jones get his career on track, he's got to take some of the blame too. You can't totally absolve him of the blame. You know, this year he's looked like he's regressed. He's looked shaky. And I understand the offensive line has been a problem. I understand he didn't have Saquon Barkley. But at what point do we stop making the excuses to where, oh, it's got to be perfect around Daniel Jones. It's never perfect around any quarterback. So uh, it's unfortunate that it didn't work out, but uh, that seems to be how it's headed. So so with that being said, I think we're, we're in the same boat here where we feel that the Giants are going to take a quarterback. Again, I'm hoping that it's, it's, uh, it's Drake May. We'll see. Only time will tell. And then what does that mean for the Giants in regard to Daniel Jones? As you said, they're quote-unquote on the hook next year. Um, and again, agreed to a, a lengthy deal. And I was reading that his cap space uh, in regard to next year goes up to $47 million. That's, that's what the hit would be. So do you feel that there would be a market, Patty, for them to trade Daniel Jones and have a team take somewhat of that cap hit off, off their hands? Well, I mean, if they trade him, the Giants will, will save on his base salary. So, you know, there will be a savings there. But I think it's going to depend on, you know, how quickly he, he rehabs from that ACL surgery. You know, right now um, he's waiting to have surgery. You know, here we are. We're towards the, the end part of November. Um, I think it takes, what, a couple of weeks before the knee stabilizes and the swelling goes down before they do ACL surgery. So you'd be looking at really, you know, the last week of November, first week in December, and then you've got, what, a, 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 at least a six-month rehab, maybe even longer. So I think it's going to depend on, you know, the timing. Um, it's also going to depend on what else they have behind them because I think right now the situation as I see it, if the Giants do draft a quarterback in, in the top three spots, Daniel's going to be like what Eli Manning was to him back in uh, 2019. Eli, if you remember, he was on the roster. He was an expensive backup. And that's what I think the Giants might be looking at with Daniel. Yeah. Um, and and you're right. Like the timetable, uh, more than likely. And, and, and keep in mind, like every athlete's different, right? Everybody's, everybody's um, you know, uh, response to surgery is different. Not everybody is Adrian Peterson, uh, who was able to come back in six months. But typically, uh, the average, it takes somebody a good 12 months to get back and to feel good and to be healthy. So, um, like, I just, I don't anticipate Daniel Jones to be ready to go week one of next season. So what does that mean? Do they re-up Tyrod Taylor, um, start the season with Daniel Jones on IR, and draft a rookie quarterback to start seasoning him, that very well could be the case. Or do they try to trade Daniel Jones and work out a deal with somebody who can eat a, a good portion of that, of, of that salary? Who would that be? Who knows? 
Um, only time will tell. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, more importantly, what do you expect from Saquon Barkley? Because if this is a team that's going to have to push the reset button, which by the way, Patty, I think that's what they need to do. Like I think enough is an, and, and, and again, just to preface, I'm a huge Daniel Jones fan. I just don't think this did not work out for him. The stars did not align properly. Could he have been better served with a different franchise, with a different organization? I believe, I think he's very talented. It just didn't work here. I think that the organization needs to move on. And by moving on, I don't think you sign Saquon Barkley to a big deal. I think you start compiling draft picks. I start you. I, I think you, you you use next year as a rebuild year, and you start focusing on on improving the offensive line, so that now you've got a timetable where this rookie quarterback, whoever it might be, who you draft, uh, comes into maturity at a time where now he's working behind a stellar offensive line. If I was a general manager, that's how I would proceed. What do you think they do with Saquon Barkley? And do you think he'll be a giant next year? You know, I'm 50-50 on Saquon Barkley. He's not going to get, you know, a huge payday. You know, certainly I don't see him getting what he was reportedly seeking uh, this past year. Remember, he's another year older. He had another lower body injury. And, you know, the, the sad fact of the matter is, is they haven't really, you know, won a whole lot with Saquon in the lineup. As good as he is, as talented as he is, you know, he's a game changer, whether it's been the, the coaching, whether it's been, you know, how they deployed him. For whatever the reason, it really hasn't worked out, I, I think, the way a lot of people would expect the guy who was deemed worthy of a gold jacket before he ever took a, a snap in the NFL uh, would, would perform. So that being said, I'm, I tend to be with you on that, Anita. I think, you know, Saquon could potentially be a luxury that, that a rebuilding team might not want to carry. I don't want to see him go. I want to make it clear. I think the, the world of Saquon, I think he's, not, he's still a very good player. He has still gas left in the tank. But, you know, from a business perspective, from a roster perspective, you address the offensive line. You, you add another pass rusher. You know, I don't know that Xavier McKinney is going to be back, so you might need to, to address safety there. Um, Adoree Jackson's probably not going to be back, so you're going to probably need to get another cornerback for depth. Um, you know, Leonard Williams, they, you know, are they, do they have somebody on the roster to replace him? Maybe you look to add another young guy there. They're going to have a lot of other needs. You know, they could probably use another tight end, given the injury history with Darren Waller now. A number one receiver, I think we can all agree they need that. So there's so many other needs to, to address, I think, that maybe are a little higher in terms of priority than, than running back. Patty Trinia joining us here on 98.7 ESPN, talking all things Giants, uh, not just the, the butt-whipping that we're all anticipating. I mean, Patty, uh, nine, 17, 17 and a half points in some places. I, I mean, listen, and, and granted, I'm not shocked. Like, very warranted, right? Like, it's, it's DeVito. It's, and, and this is a Giants team. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, defensively, we heard what McKinney had to say, and, and Wink Martindale addressed the media and was pretty surprised that he got called out by a defensive player. God knows what that conversation was like after that got out. Um, but this was a Giants team that just once Daniel Jones went down last week, defensively, they just gave up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to the defense. They've been playing so well. You know, the weeks prior, now, you know, could you say that missing Leonard Williams was, was part of the problem? I don't know. I mean, some people might make that argument. But just overall, they look flat. They, they just, you know, they, it's almost like they regressed after looking so polished, you know, the last three, the three weeks prior. So I, I'm not sure what happened with the defense. But, you know, look, there's a lot of frustration. I get it. Xavier McKinney came out and he voiced his frustration, which I know did not sit well in the organization, especially with the coaches. It didn't sit well with some of his teammates either, who, you know, disputed his claims that, you know, the leaders weren't being heard. But uh, unfortunately, Anita, this is what happens when a team is losing. And, and it's like, you know, they put their heart and soul into to preparing only to get have nothing to show for it at the end of the week. And, you know, after a while, I, I got to imagine it becomes frustrating. There's no denying that. Again, Patty Trania joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Patty, last question for you, and, and that's about this coaching staff, right? I mean, you know, Brian Nibble goes from coach of the year last year to this. 
Um, I've already received one call of, you know, a listener calling in and saying, Brian Dable needs to go. I'm, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not, I think that's a knee jerk reaction in, in Dable in, in Joe Shane. I still trust. Uh, do you feel this organization does How? what, what do you think the feel and the vibe is within that organization for, for Dable and Joe Shane, considering where they are right now this season? Yeah, I think last year they certainly built up some equity. You know, they did a lot more last year with a lot less. So if nothing else, that's going to, I think, buy them some additional time. But here's the thing. You cannot keep turning over the coaching staff every two years. You just can't do it. You're not Mm going to get anywhere because, you know, a new coaching staff is going to come in. They're going to want their guys. They're going to want a new system. You know, we talked about how Daniel Jones wasn't done any favor with with the turnover and coaching staff and whatnot. No, stick with the coaching staff. You know, you're going to have rough patches. This is the year they should have had last year. It's just they kind of flipped it around a little bit for whatever, you know, the reason. So I think, you know, look, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but I think Joe Shane, Brian Dable deserve at least another year, possibly another two years. Let them fix this this situation. Give them that opportunity. Don't have that knee-jerk reaction where, oh, we've got to move on. I hear you. Patty Trania joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Patty, let the folks know, how can they find you? Where can they find you, your work, um, all the great things that you contribute about the Giants? Well, thanks, Anita. I appreciate that. You can find my work on GiantsCountry.com, which is part of the Fan Nation Network, an SI.com sports channel. I also host the Locked on Giants podcast. This past week we had an interview with Eli Manning and Tommy DeVito's quarterback's coach, uh, who prepped them for the draft. So check that out. That show aired on, on Friday. And you can find me on social media at Patricia underscore Traina, T-R-A-I-N-A. And I'm also on threads and Instagram at Patty Traina, P-A-T-T-I-T-R-A-I-N-A. Fantastic. Great stuff as always. Patty, we so appreciate you. Uh, have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you so much, Anita. You too. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. He's going to be the bridge quarterback to whatever the Giants are doing next. I think the Giants use a top 10 pick that they're going to get this year because they're so bad on a quarterback, but I don't think they rush to put that quarterback in there, especially behind that offensive line. It's got not only your starter hurt, but your backup quarterback hurt too. So I, I, I think Daniel Jones plays for the Giants next year as a bridge to their next franchise quarterback. Chris Canty talking about the Giants. By the way, uh, the Brainiacs up in uh, Bristol, Connecticut, with the Giants being 2-7, and seven, uh, they have an FPI chance to earn the number one pick at 24.5%, uh, top five pick at 90.4%, and a uh, top 10 pick at 99.3%. If you have an opportunity... Giants on the clock. Uh, If you have an opportunity to watch UNC today, they're going up against Duke. I I highly recommend you do so. Uh, To me, Drake May is the best quarterback. Think uh, Justin Herbert 2.0. Justin Herbert 2.0. Who would want Justin Herbert as their starting quarterback? Right? 800-919-3776. Let's go to Ernest. Is it Ernest in Brooklyn? Welcome in. That is correct. Your man crush, you Amazon beauty. <laughs> That's I'm sweet. with my uh, daughter at a chess tournament, so I have a few minutes. Um, okay. Two points. First, there is some kind of disconnect between the Jets quarterback and the um, coach. They just ain't in sync. If you watch that game, you know – Zach held that ball about five to six seconds. And out of those three um, 
out of those eight sacks, three of those, he could have ran for a first down. I don't know what it was. I said, did you run? I'm screaming at the teeth. Run. Why don't you run for the first thing? He just stood there and got sacked. Why would he uh, make plays for him to drop back? There was nobody open. And it's not like they wasn't going up and down the, the um, field. They were going up and down the field. They just couldn't score. Um, second point, I know you disagree about Hallball, Hall, Hall uh, uh, the Michigan coach, but even though they don't have evidence, the um, technical part is overwhelming. The guy's on the sideline with the codes. And then you got you got tickets of the games that were purchased for him. You know, that's it's hard to see that Harbaugh didn't know about it. and the fact that he's no longer with the team to me makes it seem like they were trying to cover their tracks to get rid of him. I just want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, and thanks for the phone call, I appreciate it. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Um like, I, I get it. I understand it. Like, if you were to ask me, Anita, did he know? Heck yeah, he knew. But you know, there's no there's no legit paper trail, right, of him saying, you know, it's not like the money came from Harbaugh's Venmo account to pay for somebody to be on the opposing team's sideline weeks before uh, they played Michigan. There, there's, there, there's no, as of right now, there's no paper trail being reported. That's my point. Do I understand the decision? Absolutely. But legally, is it right? I don't believe so. Right now, Michigan is up 7-3 against Penn State, and they just held them to fourth down. So we'll see what happens. Maybe Michigan does win. I don't think they do. I think Michigan's the better team. Just my two cents. I had Michigan winning this even before Harbaugh uh, was not allowed to be on the sideline. We'll see what happens. 800-919. I'm sorry, uh, Penn State. Uh, before uh, Harbaugh was on the on the sideline, eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Jimmy in New Jersey. Jimmy, welcome in. Hey, what's up, Anita? I love the show. I love your passion for football. I have the same. It's awesome listening to you all the time. Oh, thank you. I just wanted to jump in about the Giants. People calling for Brian Dable's head is a little much, um, don't you think? Like, case in point, we you know look at the Forty ers right now. You know we lost Andrew Thomas, we lost JMS for like four games, we lost Saquon for three games. The, the Niners lost Debo Samuel and they lost Trent Williams. Look how they're playing without them. I mean, I don't know what Giants fans expect. Like the guy took us to the playoffs last year, and Daniel Jones did everything right last year. This year he's I don't know he's seeing ghosts. He's not his peripheral vision was never that great, but it's really not good now. I mean, you cannot call for their job. They, this isn't even their quarterback, Anita. When they get their guy, I think it'll look completely different. We didn't have any depth. We have we're in the top ten in schedule strength, right? I, I, I'm I'm willing to bet for the first nine weeks. What are the Giants, Anita? You tell me they got to be top five in, in difficulty of schedule in the first nine weeks. So I don't know what oh. Giants fans want them to do, but um, yeah, it's it, it's crazy to call for Dable's job. He's a good coach. They will figure it out. I hope they take Drake May or get the opportunity to. Um, if not, like, who would you like besides Drake May for the Giants if, if that's where they go? Um, Bo Nix, to me, is number two. Again, I, I know everybody is crazy about Caleb Williams, um, and, and I think he'll be a, a good quarterback. I, I just, um, to me, Drake Drake May is number one, and, and, and I, I, I think the ceiling is higher for Bo Nix. Bo Nix is a lot more athletic than what most people think. Um, and he's just very seasoned. He's got so much college experience. So um, th- that would be my one in, in my number two. Obviously, Pennix Jr. Is, has been tremendous, but he's working with arguably the best wide receiving uh, core in college football and, and a top five offensive line. So um, listen, I, I, I think, again, from from... Penix Jr. to Bo Nix to Caleb Williams to Drake. Like, it's, if ever there was a year that this could happen to the Giants, this is the year because there's such great quarterback talent that's coming out this season. But for me, I feel like Drake May is above and beyond everyone else. Um, and, and hopefully that's who the Giants will, will, will go after. Only time will tell. We'll see. Let's go to Pete in New Jersey. Pete, you're up. 
Yeah, hi. How you doing today? Um, I wanted to comment on the Giants that you guys are talking about. I'm a Jets fan, so I'm looking from the outside in. I have a bunch of friends that are Giants fans. Um, watching the coach on the sideline and him throwing his hissy fits and him not getting his way. He's, like a, he's a huge baby. He's a bad look for the Giants. I, I think when you, when you picture a Giants coach, you think of Fossil. You think of Parcells. You think of somebody that holds their emotions in, says what they need to say to the players, but doesn't make a huge ordeal out of it. This guy is, first of all, you ripped um, I'm Tyrod Taylor at halftime when, when, uh, when the clock ran out. And this guy kept you in the game. You should be like, dude, you did great. We'll get him next half. Instead, you're, you're beating into him. You're yelling at him. And I feel like the Giants are losing because of him. His reaction is so childish. And yeah, I, I think he needs to go. I think he needs to go. You know, I don't know. I, I mean, Pete, I, I understand what you're saying. Thanks for the phone call. Um, I, I think the amount of frustration has to be um, just beyond for, for Dable. Uh, I, I see it as well. I understand where you're coming from. I'm not making any excuses for him. You know, obviously you want a coach uh, to be level-headed because his energy is going to, um, you know, uh, filter in and, and affect all the other players. So I understand what you're saying. Uh, but I, I'm not putting this on Dable. This is ju- this is just the unfortunate perfect storm of insurmountable injuries that the Giants could not rebound from. Not having Saquon Barkley and Andrew Thomas, their two best players on the field for several games. Daniel Jones getting pummeled, um. And just going up against really good talent early on and digging a hole that they could not get out of. And it's spiraling out of out of control. And and listen, I'm if you watch the, the defense gave up last week. McKinney wants to say the coaches aren't listening to us. But the entire defense just gave up last week. How do you walk away with zero sacks with one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL? And Aiden O'Connell. Okay? I mean, come on. Um, Joe, I know you wanted to make a point, and, and I'd love to give you that opportunity before we take a break because we got Mama Mimi who's joining us next. My hypothetical was just, what if they don't take a quarterback? What if they get Marvin Harrison Jr. and stay with Daniel Jones next year coming off the ACL? Yeah, I, I mean, they very well could do that. I, I don't think that would be the right move. You know, Daniel Jones has already proven that, that he can't stay healthy. Or get another it's offensive just, lineman. I, I'm just, it's, just I know, but throwing I, but, it out but, there. But, what if they and, don't and go again, this is Again, this is coming from somebody who's a Daniel Jones um, supporter. I'm a Daniel Jones supporter. It's over. It's over. This relationship is over. It's time to move on. It's time to rebuild. It's time to get your quarterback of the future that Brian Dable will able to get his hands on and uh, and and produce. I, I truly feel, and, and again, this is coming from a Daniel Jones supporter in me. 